and welcome to Soundwave. And I'm here too. No, you're not. Oh. I'm going to mute you. Not gonna, I'm not going to do it. I didn't do anything wrong yet. You announced your presence. That's true. But seriously, welcome to Soundwave. I am your temporary host, Brandon. Yay, temporary host. Oh, you I'm Casey. <laughs> you're good. <laughs> still still your deity. Your podcasting. I'm deity. working on it, damn it. Your blind ninja That's studios my new goal. guy. And uh, the daily anthem takeover continues. And it still continues without my uh, my gracious co-partner. That sounded dirty. It didn't sound dirty at all. Eh, Rick. You guys are just partners for life. <laughs> Sexually. <laughs> um, yes. Rick is still absent. You should send him hate messages. That's that's all there is to that. Um, but yeah, hopefully he's uh, he's he's ill with Ricket rabies. Uh, still, also Carlos, I believe his body was found in the dumpster this week. We're still looking into his murder, and it's actually really sad. I well, I I had to choke back a tear just now. Well, mostly because it took us like three weeks to notice that he was actually dead. <laughs> Like they couldn't figure out why McDonald's was so dirty, <laughs> and um, and we were just used to the smell at that point. So, and your typical host from way back when, Matt is um, still far, in the Japan. Yeah, I, I think he's he's still in a super climactic anime battle uh, against Godzilla. Makes sense to me. Mm-hmm. That's um, that's to the best of my knowledge. In any case, we're happy you're here. We're happy to be here. Sort of, and um, that that intro song for those of you that care was "Up in the Air" by Thirty Seconds to Mars, from their album "Love, Lust, Faith," and then the plus sign, which I take it to mean "and dreams." Um, which I just burped. That's actually a pretty good encompassment of what that album was to me. I never really listened to the whole thing. Um, didn't care for it as much. Their last album was really good. Their current album was really only good for an intro song. What was their podcast. last album? Uh, it was called um, This Is War. Had a picture of a lion on it. To the people, the good and the evil. This yeah. is the title, That's the title track. This, yeah. yeah. You should play um, Night of the Hunter. I will find that song. Let's see. That was, that was a song I liked up there. Their song Kings and Queens was the biggest song off that album. It was in a bunch of trailers and soundtracks. Feel, it, it, like with with songs like this, I just feel like they're in pain somehow, and it's just like, why are you singing? Then go to a doctor. <laughs> That's he has to physically stab himself to order to sing like that. Actually, um, the guy, the frontman, the singer that you're hearing is Jared Leto from like Requiem, uh, Requiem of a Dream, and uh, he was in, I think it was called Lord of War. Okay. Had Nicholas Cage in it. That was a great movie. That was a great movie, and Jared Leto was his cokehead younger brother. Oh, okay. I actually love his singing voice. He's got a crazy range. Uh, the problem that I have is that he's like he employs a lot of dramatics, like a lot of choirs and a lot of this stuff, where he's not singing anything. He's just saying "oh." He does that a lot, and I get I get sick of that. Well, the newest album, "Love, Lust, Faith." plus sign dreams <laughs> is a lot of that where it's it just gets to be a bit much to swallow and on that last album there was quite a bit of it too but it was just wrapped up in better songwriting okay so 
and that was this is this is like been a, a five minute review of the intro song. <laughs> Actually, the album preceding the album that the intro song is on. That's weird. Um, so some recent releases. Um, this is this is if you're listening to it on the day we dropped it. It's October 10th. Uh, wait, nope. I'm a week ahead. October 3rd. Excuse me. I'm adding days. Um, some recent releases. Uh, looking back at September 30th, Alter Bridge dropped a new album called Fortress, which I don't care about at all. And I guess like Wikipedia was a little unclear. It said that Within Temptation was going to be dropping a new album sometime at the end of the uh, at the end of the month. Um, Sorry, this is Alter Bridge, uh, Addicted to Pain, which is on the album Fortress. Is that a pre-order track? I think so. I don't like it. It sounds very generic. If I'm not mistaken, I I think I heard that members of Creed make up Alter Bridge. That makes sense now. I was never a big fan. Although this doesn't sound much like Creed to me, but... No, but... uh, Looking back, I don't think I listened to a lot of Creed songs anyway, so... um, My... My... My apathy for Creed and Creed members continues. I could be completely wrong, but I'm pretty sure Alter Bridge has members of Creed. Anyway, uh, Within Temptation has an album coming out at some point at the end of the month here. I don't know when. Um, I don't really care. I was never big a Within Temptation fan. This is for the six of you that are. Also, looking at October 1st, Moby is releasing a new album called Innocence. Uh, Going back to our whitest bands you know. Moby's pretty white. He could have fit in there, right? <laughs> Bald little big-eared dude who can write some pretty decent electronica. Special thanks to him for writing one of the uh, Bond songs. What are we hearing here? Uh, this is Porcelain. I just played oh, the yeah. first Moby song I could find. Yep, yep, good song, as far as I know. Unless it's a bad song. Then oh, I'm- here we go. Here's the uh, here's one off of the Inno- new album. Innocence? Innocence. It's called A Case for Shame. Are you sure this isn't a porn that you just loaded up? Yeah, I'm totally not on that website right now. <laughs> oh, baby. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, I'm just... iTunes is really hitting it on the head with... Uh... Right. With load ups. Well, this is the only preview song that they'll give me. Like, everything else is great out well, it does say featuring cold specs. Whatever a cold specs is. she cold specs? Uh, I don't know. In any case, uh, it's it's hard to argue against Moby's track record. The guy is good at what he does. Yeah. So he's got a new album dropping. Also, October 4th, apparently Korn has a new album coming out called The Paradigm Shift. And I haven't heard that name in a while. Yeah, it's been a little while. Their last album, I think it was called... Um, Oh, t- totalitarian or something like that. I can't. The Path of Totality? There we go. Hey, I had part of it right. Uh, it was like an album that had a lot of work done with dubstep artists. Like, I think Skrillex was on there. Uh, this is Never Never on the new album. Oh, off the new album? Yep. Sounds like he's hanging on a little electronica element in the background. Yeah, just a little bit. They were previously known for having a, a guy who slapped the bass, where it was just like really clicky sounding bass guitar, where literally you would hear every strum was like, bluck, 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 bluck. <laughs> Seriously, it was pretty crazy. Well, I got to say, from Korn, I really like Jonathan Davis's voice. 
um, I don't know if I cared for what was it the the path of totality. I I liked a couple of the songs on there, but some of the it, it, it dubstep does not lend itself to having someone sing over the top of it. No, not at all. And um, he tried anyway. And on some of the songs, it was pretty cool, but it got really distracting for most of the tracks. Uh, but previously, like I really like his song. Uh, I like Korn's song "Coming Undone," and they have a handful of songs that, you know, they 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 were interesting songwriters. They're good at what they did, and they have a new uh, CD dropping, so you should go listen to it. Uh, that's really all I have for recent releases, and I I haven't kept up to date on music news so much. So there's probably something really big I'm missing, but honestly, I'm not a big fan of music news anyway. There's really no music news. It's just recent releases and did and who died? Who done died this time? <laughs> so uh, moving forward, Casey, do you have an essential album oh, for us? Shit. I was supposed to come up with the wetlust, wasn't I? I, <laughs> I got it, guys. I got it. So my essential album for this week in October, because wow, it's October already. October third. October third. That's the day we're on. Is, technically. Uh, one of the albums from the Gods of Rock, Rush. I mean, gods of Rock! I mean, these Rush is amazing. You can't not like Rush. And if you Agreed. say you don't like Rush, you're lying to yourself and your family. How do you sleep at night? Right. Um, you don't, I'll kill you. Moving Pictures came out in 81. It has a few of their greatest songs on it, at least in my opinion. At least most recognizable. Yes, uh, like Limelight. I love this song. Isn't this a really long song? It's only four minutes long. Oh, I'm as far as Rush songs go, it's pretty short. That's radio. That's like radio length there. Uh, I like this one, and uh, well, one of the most recognizable ones. Tom Sawyer. Oh yeah, this is that song on that one episode of Chuck. Oh, that's right. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'll be honest with you, that may have been one of the first times I heard this song. Really? Yeah. Wow. Which is weird because this was like in, in, um, this is one of the, that was one of the first times I recognized the song. Oh, okay. I'd heard it before, but I didn't picture what it was. I'm good. (laughs) (laughs) That was almost harmony. I need to stop listening to Rush. Otherwise, I could, I, yeah, that's just gonna happen. The rest of this, long. this, the rest of this could just devolve into us listening to Rush. Rush. Songs. <laughs> you guys just want to listen to Moving Pictures with us? I mean, you know, we really don't have anything slated for the rest of this bowl episode. And we got this shit done. I know. I, <laughs> <laughs> let's just let's just literally see things move. <laughs> let's just go sit outside and. Uh, yeah. Other other songs on this album are YYZ, which is another fun. One. Oh, I like that song. YYZ is good. Uh, that one was in Guitar Hero, if I remember right. Yeah, I, I think it was. I wonder like what part they have on here. How th- those are the three most recognizable ones. Yeah. Yes, I definitely yep. remember playing the song. You remember in the Guitar Hero days, and um, I know that we talked about that a little bit last week, but you remember the Guitar Hero days, how good you felt about nailing a solo in a song. Right. It was like you really played the song. Yeah, but like the, the best part about... like. Rock band was when you got to rush songs and you were playing the drums. Yeah, you felt like a god because of Pert. Like, yeah, you're just like you felt like ah, yeah. I could do that in real life. I could play like Pert. <laughs> Meanwhile, it's a it's like a four pad in a kick right? pedal kit. 
And then, then you just get sad. I will say the like fact that I actually am a drummer always threw me off when I was playing um when I was playing the uh the plastic kit for Guitar Hero and um actually more so rock band. I never really liked the Guitar Hero like once Guitar Hero started evolving into like the drums and everything. Yep. I never played at that point. But one of the things that really threw me off about playing like the rock band drum kit was being that I actually play drums like a lot was that sometimes they'd move what piece did what and it like it it just I could not make that work in my head. I couldn't accommodate that. It's like, wait, this was a snare and now it's a tom. <laughs> like, <laughs> like I could never make that work in my head. This was a hi hat and now it's a cymbal. No. No, and my hands would just refuse to hit the right pad, like the right pads, and I'd actually see myself where it's like I know that a symbol is coming, like I'm playing a song I know, and I would go yeah. to hit a symbol and there's nothing there. It's just air. <laughs> like and I ended up throwing a drumstick at whoever was singing by accident. <laughs> now I just want to play Rush just the entire time. Just, <laughs> just keep playing Rush. So we're just going to kind of comment over the top of Rush for the next, <laughs> roughly for the next 17 minutes. And that actually, that actually might not be a bad idea because I don't think the topic that we have for this week is going to be like a long runner. It's a pretty simple one, but it's one that's kind of personal and I'd be really interested to hear feedback from, from, from the audience. So just early on, I would like you to contact me about this, this coming topic here. I'd like you to reach me on Twitter at Mr. Telly. Uh, the topic that we're gonna, uh, or and also of course, talk about this on the the the, the posts on on the daily daily anthem and um, Blind Ninja Studios. Blind Ninja. I just forgot oh, what the, this the, really the, was. The, the studio that you know what, produces uh, all these things. Come on, it's not a those studio. nice people there. It's not a studio. It's a basement. Um, I'm just kidding. Love you guys. <laughs> Don't a, give away our secrets. It's a basement with microphones and the computer. Um, very studio-like. It's thinks. more studio-like than the basement. We don't even have a basement at, at our apartment complex. We have like, it's like an underground swamp. <laughs> it's just, it's like there's a there's a no, there's a washer and a dryer and water. <laughs> yeah. Really, you could just wash your clothes in the water and then throw them in the dryer. Um, anyway, um, I forgot what I was saying. Oh. Uh, We'd like. I'd really like this to actually be a discussion that we have with with the public, uh, with with uh, with the fans and everything, discussing songs or albums um, that you identify with so strongly that that reached you at certain points of your life, or you feel just to encompass personal beliefs of yours that uh, that you you just you you stick with so strongly and that stick with you so strongly that they become sort of personal anthems, and again. I'm thinking specifically songs, but sometimes there is just an album that's that's just stuck with you for so long that you can't help but oh, like that comes to mind and you feel like that just encompasses you. Um, but please, please, uh, this is one of those cases where we would really like to hear from you, um, whether by email. What's the? It's uh, the ninja. The ninja at blindninjastudios.com, or you can or uh, feedback at blindninjastudios.com also works. Yeah, and um, the daily anthem. Also, we have feedback at uh, feedback.dailyanthem at gmail.com. In any case, just any which way, preferably probably through the Facebook site for Blind Ninja. That's that's the most easy to communicate on and off or, or Twitter, um, blind underscore ninja, and uh, me personally at Mr. Telly, M-R-T-E-L-L-E. We'd let's really get like on with guys. the topic. Yep, yep. No, I don't want. I just want to keep. I just want to keep talking about we social just media. Like, let's ju- let's just keep repeating social media. Dude, things we have over. a lot of time to kill yet. I'm just. <laughs> I have a lot of rush to play. We're good. 
<laughs> Beautiful. All right. So, um, if you don't mind, I'll I'll, I'll start. Yeah, I, I would love it if you started. There there is a song called "Get Back" by Nine Lashes. Get back. Yeah. It's loading. I'm sorry. It's slow. Casey, hurry about- up. <laughs> <laughs> Talk about your get back. Um, this is this was one of those songs that it was it was. There was a point in uh, my life. It actually wasn't all that long ago because this is not that long. Uh, this is not that old of an album. It was just last year. There was some stuff I was going through, um, where personally, I just I found myself kind of straying from some of my personal ideologies, where I was kind of starting to. Uh, how can I say this without sounding completely douchey? You can't. <laughs> I really can't. I'm... There we go. Continue with your yeah. douchey story, please. <laughs> I got I got swept up in this song for a minute here. Uh, there was some there was some personal things that I was going through where I was kind of start I was starting to find myself straying from some of the stuff that I I I hold to myself, some of my personal ideologies. I was starting to kind of go back on some of them, and I was starting to, um, yeah, I found myself arguing with myself, which isn't always unhealthy. You question the things that you that you believe, and as such, you evolve, you change, you grow. But it got to the point where I was, um, it was more like, it was kind of like I was setting fire to my own hopes and dreams. Where I was kind of like, I, I was I was just taking all this stuff that I'd worked for, and I was taking all this this stuff that um, that I was so sure of what I wanted to do, and I was just burning bridges. Where I was I was just kind of I was I was not even debating whether I really wanted it. I was just deciding I didn't, and I was finding ways to sabotage myself. And this song deals primarily. Um, not wholly, but there are, there are parts of the song that really deal with that, where getting yourself back to a place where you know where you stand. Okay. And uh, I, I got to say, it was, one of those t- it was one of those songs, it doesn't sound like one of those songs that would have a deep meaning for someone, it just sounds like a rock song, but this band really does have a, a, a basis in their songs of, of um, they base a lot of their, their songs actually on scripture, most of their songs come specifically from scriptures, so when you you can actually go and you can see what they wrote their songs based on, and it was it was really interesting to see specifically what they were drawing from those scriptures, um, and it was really identifiable for me. And the, the whole album, really, the album is World We View. The whole album, on the whole, like I I I went through and I read their entire basically their entire lyric book, and I just found myself really interested to see where they're drawing their songs from. And even if you're, let I me. Mean, Personally, I'm a Christian. Even if you're not a Christian, it's a really enjoyable album. It's not really preachy or anything. But um, that song specifically, getting getting back to a baseline of what you believe and uh, and and what you know. I don't know. Personally, it just really resonated with me. And my wife got really irritated when I sang that song constantly because it was always in my mind. <laughs> you know how it goes. You yep. make it a ringtone, and then you sing it, and then you learn to cover it, and then. You, and then you're listening to Rush all the time. And then you just, just happens. And then you question what's real because you think that song is the only thing in the world. Right. Anyway, Casey. All right. Well, uh, the first one is it's a, doesn't really have a whole lot of like super deep. Per- like I, I feel like it's not heavy enough now. I'm just no, like, no, no, no. Oh shit. No, <laughs> no. Th- this is just a song I like because I like I love to sing this song when mm. I'm drinking, and so it's <laughs> it's like a theme song. It's it's by the Poxy Boggers. Morning. 
It's it's called uh, Pass Me the Bowl. It's not about weed, it's about beer. So pass him the bowl and he'll pass it back dry. The, the punch bowl. From this bugger from morning to night. So pick up your We'll go through the chorus and then I'll be done. We can listen to the whole song as far as I'm concerned. It's a lot of fun. This is catchy. I know, I mean, they're, they're a Ren Fair group, and they sing songs like this, and you just can't help but sing along and be joyous. Yeah, very merry. <laughs> that guy's voice is great. I don't know why, but I'm picturing, like, I'm picturing, like, Simon Pegg and Nick Frost. Me too. <laughs> I don't know why, but I'm picturing like the guys from like from uh, the World's End. Yep. Like all swaying back and forth while some bearded dude <laughs> with an acoustic guitar <laughs> plays in the background. Or like I guess maybe the the, the pub scene from Lord of the Rings. Yep. Uh, from Fo- Fellowship of the Ring, I guess. Right. Oh. I, I'm sorry, I got <laughs> swept up in the song. All right, we gotta stop, otherwise, yeah. Otherwise, we'll listen. I, I, I listen. I listen to the catchy tunes, and then I listen to them again. And we were the, we were discussing it before the episode started, but you throw a plug for those guys. Those guys are really yeah. Funny. No, the Poxy Boggards, they're fantastic. Look them up on iTunes. They're hilarious. Um, there were there were a handful of songs that we were listening to before the episode. Like those guys the ballad, are gen- yeah. The Ballad of Onan, which talks about <laughs> the Bible character Onan, the seed spiller. <laughs> Honestly, uh, I. I after after I heard you you guys play one of those songs in a in between uh, I think it was actually it was the Ballad of Owen if I if I remember right you played it as like a little go between uh, on one episode of the Department of Offense I went uh, you discussed those guys in that episode I think it was I went I found them I listened to like eight or nine songs those guys are really funny. oh they're they're hilarious it's, yeah. it's a lot of fun very clever song not a lot of variety from song to song and you don't need it they're just no clever. Yeah, no the lyrics are super clever it's very funny super clever it takes a special mind to think of that yeah it does probably a drunk mind oh of course <laughs> you can't come up with that shit sober <laughs> um I'm sure you have another one yeah I, I'm, and I'm still sticking on uh, sticking to uh it, this is just another one of those songs that um, I listened to a long time ago, and it it made me question my ideology in a good way. Um, the song is "Listening to Freddie Mercury" by Emery. Whoa, that's a long title. Yeah, that's this is off of one of those albums. Like, if I was to broaden it to an album, that like who is it by? Emery, E M E R Y, just like my son. And there's a reason for that. Oh. So now we're getting deep again. Oh, I'm looking in... <laughs> no, this is iTunes. We're good. Yeah. I, I can't find this. Look up Emery, The I Question. Did. The Question? That's the album it's on. Okay. I'll figure this shit out yet, guys. <laughs> All right. The song, Listening to Freddie Mercury, in any case, uh, basically the entirety of the song, and this is a, a belief that Emery has long espoused, is that... Um, Not actually what I was expecting at all. No, no one ever does. It gets it gets more interesting to me. Oh, 
<laughs> it's really funny to just watch you squinting really hard. <laughs> Don't wait, wait, wait for it, wait for it. That song takes you on a journey. <laughs> the thing that these guys are really most well known for, and as far as I can tell, is these songs that sweep back and forth between heavy and really like light and poppy, like airy. Where it just it just alternates between light and heavy, back and forth, but in a like with some really smooth transitions or sudden transitions that the contrast creates a kind of I don't know interesting dynamic. Here's the theme of the song, though. Right here. Oh, did it just fade out on its own? Yeah, it did. <laughs> That's funny. This is the, the the very next line is the line that I I kind of hold still to this day. We're all the same people with uh, I think it's bleeding hearts that make us equal. Uh, here's my hand, not words thrown carelessly. It's not our job to make anyone believe. Essentially, their whole point in that whole song is that. <laughs> everyone's sin is the same it's not your job to make the person next to you believe it's just to live your life to the best of your ability without being a douchebag that's the entirety of it it's one of those things where so many people see Christians as these loud I'm sorry I'm just trying to go from the screaming to Bohemian Rhapsody and I'm like <laughs> one of these does not make sense <laughs> The so- this song has parts at the beginning that discuss like it, that um, there there is a transition, but it's not actually about the singer Freddie Mercury. It's about something he said. I can't remember what it was. Oh, okay. So it's, it's a, not actually about Freddie Mercury. It's a song title it, it, that actually was kind of a concept album where the the um, a lot of people either didn't know this or don't care. That the 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 album that that came that song that I played came off or that you played for me <laughs> came off of the question, um, the the uh, the album art not album art um, lyric book was actually like an envelope that was sealed with a sticker that said Emery on it like like it was supposed to be like a wax yeah like a wax seal but when you popped it open it actually folded all out and it had like this it had a picture of the same envelope being passed from like person to person. And it actually, at the beginning of it, the album's called The Question. At the top of the album is are the words, where were you when I was dot, dot, dot. And then every song title is finishing that question, is finishing that uh, beginning. And then the song is about an instance. Like, so where were you when I was the weakest? Where were you when I was listening to Freddie Mercury? And like, there, there, it goes through all of these... I feel like that compares listening to Freddie Mercury to a bad thing. Nope. Nope. Don't understand. Just the opposite. Okay. Just the opposite. Um, it's actually, no, it doesn't at all. Um, n- no, they're, they're one of those bands that have always espoused that Christianity is not shoving your, your opinion down someone's throat. What real Christianity is, is it's, it's personal to you and it's just a testimony that you live. Okay. And, um, I actually had a long discussion with their frontman about it over the course of like three weeks. 
and we had a really interesting discussion. It was just on Facebook. Oh, okay. uh, not in person. <laughs> was like, what? We, we didn't shave. We didn't leave our chairs. We just sat and talked. For three weeks. No, I had a discussion with him on Facebook about it, and it was it was a really interesting heart to heart. And he's a he's a really he's a well thought guy. He, he he's 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 got a um he's got a way with words, um, and he, he he's he's got a, a really strong case for some of the stuff he says and it was really interesting to talk with him and this was like that was one of those songs that really made me question how like like the way that people perceive christians as these these really pushy people who are afraid of any kind of reason or logic and what it should mean to you yeah exactly that's how I, <laughs> westboro baptists i'm looking at you this right? is bad like this you the, don't even have to go that deep though that's that's like for for a lot of you know there there's a there's a large contingent of Christians out there who refuse to yes listen to anything yep and like I mean you always cut straight to Westboro and that's an extremist example that they're they're, they're one of the more visible cases of ignorance when in in everyone's hometown there is that church yeah that's true with those people and the the biggest case. This is turning out to be a weird episode. Um, the bi- the biggest case I can think of that is, um, like the local churches that won't let people in because they're co- like, oh, even better case. One of the things that Emery was talking about is how a lot of people, like how a lot of Christians, will kind of lambast them because they see them like out at a bar, or they see them like like one of the one of the people is outside having a smoke after right. after a show, or one of them. God forbid, swears in a blog post. Nah, you can't fucking swear. (laughs) And they're basically saying, really? You think those are the things that keep us from being Christian? Like, Christians are are holding themselves, like, Christians are holding other Christians to such high, high standards that these people can't even do human things without being, like, tainted? Well, it's it's like they're trying to create an exclusive club, yeah, of well like minded individuals, which I guess you could call a religion. Wait a second. The way Toby put it, that I thought was really interesting. He said, "So really, you're holding me in this high esteem that if I do any of these things, I'm suddenly fallen to you. What am I, an idol?" And he's like, "No, I better not be, because that'd be a sin, and then you'd be sinning, and then everything I do would be null and void because you can't hold me to that standard because you don't even have a good standard to set yourself by." <laughs> I was like. You just blew my mind, dude. <laughs> in this case, I blew my own mind. Right. Um, but in any case, yeah. So that was one of those songs that kind of sparked that thought to me. It was like, it's not. It, it doesn't. It doesn't matter if the person next to you is doing something. You're like doing something that you consider to be worse than you. How can you pass judgment on them? You still do flawed things. Isn't too. there a thing like, don't. Uh, talk about the splinter in your neighbor's eye until you take care of the plank in your own. Exactly. That, that's that's exactly. paraphrasing, but I think it's from John 5 or something. That's right. I know my Bible, bitches. <laughs> <laughs> For some reason, you just reminded me of Aaron, like like the Jesse on uh, uh, Breaking Bad. That was the equivalent. Bitch. That was like the equivalent of Jesse saying, yeah, science. <laughs> science, bitch. Casey's sitting there. Yeah. Bible, bitches. <laughs> yeah. No, I. Uh, but ultimately, what it comes down to, I just thought that was that was one of the that was one of the first cases of me seeing somebody who is a Christian utilizing logic about how to just 
you can just be a Christian without being really loud about it and really obtrusive about it. It's possible to just have a personal moral code that you live by to your best ability. And if someone asks you about it, then you tell them. And if someone doesn't ask you about it, you just treat them like another human being. That shouldn't have blown my mind, but from the background I come from, it did. Yeah. Yeah. Well, um, I don't care. We're over. Casey, do you have another one? I I really don't. I mean, I, I can play some more stuff if you want me play to. Play some more Rush. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, hang on. Let, let, let's, let's do this. Hang on. Let me bring it up here. All right. I'll allow and, it. And we'll, I, I hope you will. Here we go. If you, if you know this song. I like this song. It's Free Will, by the way. I don't know they've ever heard of it. Heard it. Heard it's of. it's in my top three favorite Rush songs. Okay. I think it's this one and Limelight. And then it's kind of a Spirit of Radio. I think would be those. Those are my top three. Tom Sawyer is actually fairly down there, but everyone yeah. knows it, so that's the one I can like. You're like a Rush hipster. No, I just <laughs> I like the there's, songs. There's better songs out there yeah. than the ones everyone's heard. I know the feeling. Well, you know what? I think that's about time for us. Um, You're probably right. Yeah. Can can we just end on Rush? Yeah. Like, why not? As as outro music. All right. Yeah. Just leave it in the background. It's great. Um, so you know, if you have any uh, information, comments, questions, uh, or if you'd even like to respond to what we've been talking about here in this episode or previous episodes, you should email uh, us at the ninja at blind ninja. It's blind ninja studios dot com. Uh, yes, blind ninja studios dot com. Yeah, the ninja at blind ninja studios dot com, or you can uh, find, like, and discuss it on Facebook, and also you could uh, email uh, the daily anthem at uh, feedback dot dot com. Oh, excuse, yeah, feedback at daily <laughs> feedback dot dailyanthem at gmail dot com. That's too complex. Okay. Stupid. Okay. That was weird. It won't play. There, we go. there we go. Sorry. <laughs> that was weird. I'm like trying to fix shit and <laughs> quit trying to fix it. See, I don't want to end. I just want to listen. Yeah, I'm grooving over here. All right. Uh, so next week, we are going to be discussing, at least as far as I can tell, we're going to be discussing um, how our taste in music has evolved over the years. You know, what we used to like, what we like now, how we got to that point, and uh, if, we can, if there's any way we can reconcile where we ended up with where we started. <laughs> um, I know for me personally, I have a hard time reconciling where I ended up with where I started. Um, so, I know. So a journey, man. <laughs> It's all about the journey. Speaking of which, sometimes literally I'm not journey. Play journey right now. <laughs> Are you sure? No, don't I'm good. We got Rush going on. I don't know why I had to sing that in my falsetto. I could just as easily just sing nope. it like in a nope. I had to go falsetto. Um, yeah. So next time we're going to talk about that. And uh, until next time, you should listen to all the prior episodes, listen to the discussion points, and weigh in on them to us personally because we really want to get you involved in the, uh, the discussion process. That's the whole point of this. Um, the back and forth with the uh, with the community. We like to more Rush. You know, what's your favorite Rush song? Do you agree with the t- Casey's top three? Do you want to yell at him for not having the Tom Sawyer up in question. there? Yeah. I like it. I think that might be a better discussion point than what we had. 
<laughs> That's all for us, folks. Have a great night. Send us money.